0: Thank mm-hmm. you. And run some captive Israel. Oh, come, oh, come Emmanuel man. And run some captive Israel. Rejoice, rejoice. Emmanuel. Come to us Peace Israel Hallelujah Here in the midst of your people, I began to sing these songs because the Lord opened my eyes just when I said Zechariah chapter 10, and I started to see a river flow. This is what I was seeing, that's why I started to sing Ezekiel 47: it is the river that fills, the river that lifts. This is part of the meeting. It's part of the meeting. God is already doing things in our lives.
1: Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening, everybody. Shalom, evening, people of God. God bless you, See, How are you doing? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shalom, evening, everybody. My son, the prophet, Kobe Christ. God bless you. God bless you, my son, the eagle son. God bless you, my son, Reverend Frank. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Miss B. God bless you. God bless you. yeah, God bless you. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. God bless you, my son. God bless you. God bless you. God bless everybody that is present here. My daughter Obapa Rosie, God bless you. Jennifer Anderson, God bless you. Mrs. Blancet, God bless you, my daughter. my God bless you. God bless you patience, God bless you. My son, Pastor George, could you in God bless you. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Jesus. You want to tap the share button and invite all your friends and loved ones? You want to invite all your friends and loved ones? Tell them that we have come on the mountain of the Lord even to hear from the very Spirit of God himself. God bless you, my daughter, Josie Kosi. God bless you. God bless you. God bless everybody. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Invite your friends and loved ones. Get your note cards and pens ready, even for the word of the Lord. Get ready. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. father we give you all the praise and the glory we honor you this evening even for such a time as this in your presence in the mighty name of the lord jesus we pray that your presence will dwell with us that your mighty right hand will rest upon us in the mighty name of jesus, that which you have purposed even to do in the midst of your church Oh, mighty God, show us mercy and let it be fulfilled. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that the eyes of your people will be opened. I pray, O Lord, that the ears of your children will be opened. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I ask, O God, that anything that is standing in our way to prevent us from walking into the fulfillment of your word, In Jesus precious mighty name, let it be trampled upon by the mighty hand of the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you Holy Spirit. We pray for the enlightenment of the Lord, for the Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light, and giveth understanding even unto the simple. We have come before thee as simple beings that will receive understanding of your spirit have mercy on us and show us the way in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 glory to jesus glory to jesus and glory to jesus amen all right Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, even in Christ Jesus. Amen. Alright, get your notepads and your pens ready. It's time even to delve deep into the Word of God. Alright, All right. so this evening we are handling the matter of the Israel of God, part 2, the Israel of God, part 2. It was an amazing moment in the presence of the Lord yesterday as the Lord God helped us and opened our eyes on many things in the scriptures. And we came to the point of understanding that when the Bible actually makes mention of Israel um, to God Israel is not necessarily a nation even though it started as one person it became a nation all these were actually shadows of the reality that is Jesus and the Lord actually opened our eyes even of all these things and that everything that the Bible actually said even concerning the nation Israel actually is a personality and that personality is known as Jesus. So everything that God actually caused the nation of Israel to do he was actually doing it for Himself. and god willing um, maybe tomorrow i'm going to get the chance to talk about some of the things that god instructed the children of israel to do that was actually a manifestation of the lord jesus and the bible makes mention in the book of leviticus chapter 23 the bible makes mention of the feasts of the lord the feasts of the lord so in the book of Leviticus chapter 23 the Bible says that God instructed Moses even to tell the children of Israel that they should engage themselves in seven feasts. These seven feasts God said that these are my feasts. So the feast of the of the Lord that the children of Israel engaged in was actually for God. It was a manifestation of God. And it started with what we call the Passover. And we have all heard of the Passover. When we read the book of Exodus chapter 12, the Bible told us, when God wanted to take the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to the promised land, Pharaoh said in his heart he will never allow the children of Israel to get out of slavery. So God had to do a lot of wondrous works. And the Bible said God brought 10 plagues upon the nation of Egypt so that Pharaoh allowed the children of Israel to get out and even go to the promised land. And the Bible said, When God encountered Moses, God spoke to Moses and said to him, This day is going to be the beginning of months for you. And this is what I am telling you. Go to the children of Israel and tell them. At that time, the children of Israel were in Egypt. They were in captivity. And there was a place that had been given to all those that are Israelites to dwell. Whilst they were in Egypt. And that place was called Goshen. So it is like the whole nation of Ghana is Egypt and they have captured another people called Israel and they have brought them into Ghana but they gave them a specific place known as the Ashanti region that they should dwell there. So the Ashanti region has now become the place where the Israelites are dwelling in the entire country called Ghana. It is the same thing that happened that in the entire country called egypt there was a place that they took the israelites who are slaves to dwell and that place was called goshen so god picked one of the israelites by name moses and spoke to him and said go and take my people out of the land of egypt and take them to the promised land and pharaoh was trying to stop that god brought forth strange things upon the children of egypt and the bible said in the beginning god told moses when you go to the children of israel god spoke out of the burning bush to moses so go and tell my people that i am about to move them out of the land of egypt and moses asked god what if they say who sent you What should I say? And the Bible said, God spoke to Moses and said, when you go and the people ask you who sent you, tell them that the I am, I am has sent you. And the Bible said, after that, in the book of Exodus chapter 12, God appeared to Moses and said to him, this is going to be the beginning of months, even for you and for the entire children of Israel. And this is what I'm telling you to do. At that point, they were still in captivity. God had done a lot of things. God turned the river that was in Egypt into blood. Ah, the sorcerers and the necromancers of Egypt also did the same. God brought forth frogs on the land. Nothing moved them. Take darkness came upon the land, such that it was only goshen where the children of Israel were dwelling that had light. Still, the heart of Pharaoh was hurting, but God did one thing, and that actually took that that took Pharaoh by surprise. And he said, "No, Israel, leave my land." And what happened was that God told Moses, "Go and tell the people of Israel in Goshen that every family should get a lamb. Every family should get a lamb. And when they get the lamb, the lamb I'm talking about is." you know like a sheep they should kill the lamb and use the blood to smear their doorposts and this night the angel of death will pass through the whole land of egypt but when he sees the blood he will pass over when he sees the blood he will pass over this message was sent only to the israelites pharaoh and his people did not receive it so the israelites did that and when the angel of death passed through the land of egypt he realized that blood was on the doorpost of all the houses of the children of israel so he passed over and later paul came to tell us that jesus was the passover lamb that the people killed and used his blood to smear their doorpost so the blood actually was a salvation of all the people of israel So Jesus dying on the cross was actually a representation of the fact that he was the Passover lamb that God used even to save us. So you see, the death of Jesus on the cross for your sins was actually manifested in the land of Egypt when the blood was smeared on the doorpost of the children of Israel. So you being saved from your sins actually is the Israelites being taken out of Egypt. So Egypt is a symbol of the world and sin. So you see, and when that happened, God gave them other things to do. And it's not today. That's not what I'm talking about. i have explained a lot of them to show you that all those kind of um, feasts that the children of Israel celebrated, they were a manifestation of Jesus. They were just manifestations of Jesus i'm going to talk about that later this evening that is not my message but i want you to know there is nothing that happened in israel that is not manifest through jesus everything manifests when jesus came he actually came to manifest all the shadows that had been prophesied about him he manifested everything one by one he manifested passover by dying on the cross So the Israelites were celebrating Passover and they didn't know it was actually Jesus and he came to manifest it. So Jesus fulfilled everything one by one and the fulfillment of all the things that happened in Israel will go a long way. Even to speak about the end times. And I'm going to link everything to the coming of the Lord that I I spoke about the other time. And it's going to be a a revolutionary kind of message that will, will shift your spirit. I'm telling you. The Bible will become so flat and open before you. And you will know that indeed they have thrown a lot of dust on our eyes. May the Lord help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So now, we have come to understand that Israel is Christ. And I want everybody to know this. Never forget this. Don't forget what I'm about to say. In my previous teaching, I made a statement some time ago that There is something that God has set ahead of himself to achieve on the earth. And that which God has set ahead of himself to achieve is the destiny of God. And I made it point blank that the destiny of God is called Christ. Good. And the manifestation of Christ on the earth is called Israel. Don't forget it. The manifestation of Jesus Christ on this earth is called Israel. So there is nothing that God can do on this earth without Israel. And when God hears Israel, he thinks of something different from the way we think. Because when somebody hears Israel, he thinks it is a country. Is that know what you are thinking? Oh, Israel is, is a country. It's a country right here. Meanwhile, Israel is actually God's original agenda on the earth. It can't just be the nation. It became a nation because it was part of the root. It was part of God's original agenda. So I told you yesterday, That the Bible said the natural first and the spiritual second. They are all shadows of the reality which is Jesus Christ. So the nation Israel actually was Israel because it was a shadow of the Christ that was to come. That is why when the nation Israel was actually moving in their walk on this earth, a lot of things that God told them to do, he manifested it when Jesus came. God told them to build a temple. And within that temple, they should worship him. And when Jesus Christ came to the earth, in the book of John chapter 2, the Bible said, he looked at the temple and he said, that this temple that you see, I will destroy it and build it in three days. And they were shocked. They were like, hey, we used 49 years to build this temple. How come you young boy, a Sukonoma, a Standing in front of big, big people with white beard. Telling us that you would destroy this temple and use three days to build. Who are you? And the Bible said they did not know that he was talking about the temple of his body. What was Jesus trying to say? It was those times that the temple was needed. But right now that I am here, I am the reality of it. So it has become a shadow. And when the reality comes, we don't have to link up with the shadows again it was because the reality had not made manifest that is how come we needed the shadow but right now that the reality has manifested we don't need the shadow anymore are you following good we are going somewhere so get ready so right now jesus has come and he's actually the israel but it has been very it has become very difficult for the people of israel to accept <laughs> that all these things they were doing Jesus, this is the reality it was very difficult for them to accept it and it became a problem that this young man that has appeared here is the fulfillment of all these things that our forefathers, the ancient prophets, spoke about. What, What are you telling me? What are you saying? It became very difficult for them to accept, especially a certain group of people called the Pharisees. They did not believe that. So anytime Jesus makes a certain statement, That makes him look like the original Israel. They get angry. What are you saying? What?
0: Mm, Thank
1: you Jesus. Now we are going somewhere. This evening, I want to explain some few things for us to know how come scriptures that were written for Israel, we also quote those scriptures as our own. I want to bring us to the place of understanding so that we will know why we say, Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And we speak those things as if those scriptures were written for us. How did it happen? Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter 17, follow me. You are going to read a lot of scriptures today. So follow me. Genesis, chapter 17. Genesis chapter 17, verse 2 downwards. Genesis chapter 17, verse 2 downwards. The word of God said, And I will make my covenant between me and you, and will multiply you exceedingly. Verse 3, And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Verse 5, Neither shall your name any be called Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made you. Now, this is the covenant that the Lord made with a man by name Abraham. And God spoke to Abraham and said, This is the covenant I am making with you. And this covenant I am making with you, I am going to make you a father of nations. And as you are here right now, as I start this covenant with you, nations will come out of you. And when God was speaking these things to, most, to Abraham He went further to say certain things That he would cause the name of Abraham to be great In the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 2 God spoke to Abraham and said I will make of you a great nation And I will bless you And make your name great And you shall be a blessing So God spoke to Abraham That he would make his name great And another thing that he told Abraham Was that he was going to make his descendants numerous Now listen to this carefully This is where the whole thing comes from Don't don't forget it In the book of Genesis chapter 13 Verse 16 Genesis chapter 13 verse 16 god said to abraham i will make your seed as the dust of the earth so that if a man can number the dust of the earth then shall he then shall his seed also be numbered can you number the dust of the earth Oh, my God. All right, good. So the Lord said to Abraham that he is going to make his descendants, he is going to make his descendants as the dust of the earth. That cannot be numbered. So when God met Abraham, he began to speak to Abraham and said, I am changing your name. I'm going to make your name great. And aside that, I, the Lord, I am going to let your descendants even be as the dust of the earth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. that was all, let me open your eyes on something so that you can follow what I'm trying to explain. In the book of Genesis chapter 22 verse 17 Genesis chapter 22 verse 17. Somebody should post it here. Genesis chapter 22 verse
0: 17
1: Can you all hear me please? Please, can you all hear me? That's great. That's great. That's great. great. All right. Now, in the book of Genesis chapter 22, verse 17, listen carefully to what God said to Abraham. And I want you to note some few things. The Lord said, That in blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. So now, God is making the seed of Abraham in two dimensions. Did you notice that? The first one is as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore are you getting it follow me note that scripture so now god is making the descendants of abraham in two dimensions the first one they are going to be like the Stars of the heaven. So we are speaking of heavenly descendants. Then he's also going to make them as the sand of the seashore. Talking about earthly descendants. Don't forget. We will come there. Good. Now, after this, all these promises, God, when God made the promises and everything to Abraham, the Bible said, Abraham believed God. Abraham, he believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness. Now, now, it is actually due to this covenant that God entered with Abraham that he told Abraham that anybody that will be a partaker because specifically when we read the book of genesis chapter 12 verse 3 genesis chapter 12 verse 3 this evening we are reading a lot of scriptures genesis chapter 12 verse 3 if you are there you can post it here genesis chapter 12 verse 3 To what the Bible said, I will bless those who bless you, and who, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So you see, all the families of the earth shall be blessed in Abraham. That means that if you are not a descendant of Abraham. Blessing is not part of your birthright. Are you following? Good. So those that have actually become the seed of Abraham are those that are going to be blessed. Because it is only in Abraham that all nations and families will be blessed. So if you want to be blessed, you have to find yourself in Abraham. And how how are you going to find yourself in Abraham? To become the seed of Abraham so that you can partake of the blessing that God has promised. The word of God told us. That God was going to, through circumcision. Through circumcision. A person can now find himself in Abraham and receive the blessing that God has promised his descendants Are you following In the book of Genesis chapter 17 Genesis chapter 17 Write all these scriptures down I'm breaking them down gradually for you to understand Genesis Can you all hear me, please? Good. Genesis chapter 17, verse 13. Genesis chapter 17, verse 13. I want somebody to post it here. Genesis chapter 17, verse 13. I want everybody to follow. Good. The Bible said, "Both he who is born in your house, and he who is, who is bought with your money, shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh, an everlasting covenant. So you see, you can go and buy somebody with money when we say somebody has been bought with money it means the person is a slave so if you want your slave to partake in your blessing abraham then circumcise your slave so it is going to be through circumcision that you are going to become partaker of the abrahamic covenant so that in him the blessing that god promised Can also fall on you. Are you following? Very, very, very important. If you forget this. If you don't know this. You will not even know why you quote scriptures. Towards yourself. Because when God was speaking to Abraham about this. You were not there. I told you. It is actually through Israel that God is fulfilling His purpose. So, Israel is actually the purpose of God being fulfilled on the earth. So, if you are not found in Israel, you are not counted as somebody that is alive. That is why... Anybody that was not found in Israel, or anybody that was not a descendant of Abraham to God, that person is not considered to be alive. Those people are known as the Gentiles. Many of us have heard of that. Gentiles. Gentiles are those that are not part of the commonwealth of Israel. But the Bible said, there is a way that these people, even though they were not born by Hebrew parents, they can also become Hebrew people and become descendants of Abraham so that they can receive the blessing of God. Because the blessing of God is only found in Abraham. So God said that it is in you that all the families, I love the way God used the word families. No matter the matter, everybody is in the family. (laughs) So it is in Abraham that all the families of the earth will be blessed. So if you are a family, if you don't find yourself in Abraham, blessing is not for you. That is how, come, how far God lifted a man by name Abraham because he became the very first friend of God. The very first friend of God. God with a friend. And he said, even if you buy somebody with your money, circumcise the person so that the person will be part of your descendants, that the blessing might reach that person too. So in the times of old, if you want to be part of Israel, you have to be circumcised. So it was through circumcision that we became partakers of the commonwealth of Israel in the times of old. Have you settled? Are you you settled with that one? Good. If you are settled with that now, let's move forward. So, the word of God told us. Yes, for males. For males. So, as a male, you have to be circumcised. In the times of old, women were actually seen to be descendants of males. Women were seen to be offsprings of males. That is how it was seen. So, when a man is circumcised, automatically, It covers the women around him. Good. With that understanding, let us move forward. So now, Jesus Christ has come. And he says, I am the original Israel that the Bible was talking about. So how would the Gentiles now also enter into Jesus. Because of the original Israel plan of God. You are not seen as somebody that is alive. So we, who were born in Ghana, we don't know anything about Israel. We were serving our own subruku. We were bowing down to Antoine Tegari. Sacrificing two of yam. Goats, everything to Subruku. And still we are not getting blessed. Because blessing was only found in one man called Abraham. And it is in him that Israel came out of. So if you want to receive the blessing of God. Then you must be found in Abraham. How are you going to be found in Abraham? You have to be a descendant of Abraham. And it is actually going to be through. And the descendants of Abraham is what we call Israel. The Bible told us and we made mention of it yesterday. The seed of Abraham. But later the Bible made us understand that this seed of Abraham that was being made mention was actually not Seeds as in plenty people But one seed which is Christ That means If you want to receive blessing You must find yourself in Christ It is only in Christ That the blessing of God is Are you following? Good Because Christ is the original Israel As I'm talking to you right now, if you go to the nation Israel, some people still don't understand what I'm saying. They still want people who are Gentiles to come there, be circumcised, and be accepted as Israelites. (laughs) This thing became a serious issue. And that is one of the main reasons why the temple had to be destroyed. Can you hear me, please? All right. So, as I'm talking to you right now, there are some people in Israel who still don't understand this. And it became a serious issue in the times of old. To them, You have to come to Israel, get circumcised before you can be accepted as an Israelite. Then you can be eligible for the blessing that God has placed in Abraham. Meanwhile, things have changed. Jesus is the original Israel and it is in him that we must find ourselves in order to be partakers of the commonwealth of israel he is the original israel but still there was a problem the people did not understand that is why the israelites when they read the scriptures they know the promises that god has made to them and you know when jesus was even on the earth some of his disciples, in fact, some, they were all Jews. So they knew they were actually interpreting the, the, the Torah according to the nation of Israel. They thought that God had no plan, they thought that Jesus had no plan for the Gentiles. Hmm. But there was a certain man that Jesus encountered on the way to Damascus. His name was Paul And then God God told him I am sending you to the Gentiles And there was a certain story In the book of Acts That got all the disciples who, Who later became apostles There was a certain story That got them shocked Because to them All the promises of God Are supposed to be released upon Israelites But there was a certain man by name, Cornelius. This man was not an Israelite. He was a Gentile sitting here somewhere. He was dead, loving God, fulfilling the laws that God had given to Israelites without knowing. Ah, I will take you through a certain scripture. You You will be so amazed. This man, who does not have any length with Israel, the Bible said, he was a just man. He was walking in purity, doing everything. Even though he has not heard all those laws that God had given to the children of Israel, he was following them. He did not even know. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him. And when the angel appeared to him, the angel told him, Send some of your people to Jerusalem to a place called this. Go and call a man by name Peter. When he comes, let him preach the pure word of God to you. And let him baptize you in water and in the spirit. Look at that. Acts chapter 10 verse 1. God bless you. He said, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, and, and one that feared God with all his house. Look at that. This man does not know the God of the Israelites, but he feared him. How? How? The Bible said, he gave much arms to the people and prayed to God always. Hey! He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour on the day, an angel of God coming in to him and saying unto him, Cornelius, look at that. The man that was not yet baptized by the Holy Ghost, he has not even spoken, he does not know any Holy Ghost. He saw an angel. How did he see? It was in that vision that the angel that appeared to him said, go and look for a man in Jerusalem by name Peter. Let him come and preach to you and pray for you. And the word of God said they went to call Peter. And Peter, in fact, Peter didn't want to go. Because God took Peter to the topmost part of the building. When Peter was resting, God showed Peter a vision in a trance. The Bible said Peter had a trance. And the trance that Peter had, Peter saw something like a sheet, and animals were on the sheet, and he heard a voice, Kill and eat. Then he looked on the sheet and saw the animals, and according to the laws that God gave to them, there are certain animals they were not supposed to be eaten by Israelites. So when Peter saw that, he said, ah, But all these animals. They are not pure. Why should I eat this one? Then the voice that told him to kill and eat said, never say anything that God has made pure an impure thing. Wow. Then immediately he came out of the vision. He didn't understand why. Something that the Lord says that this is impure. Now the Lord is speaking to me to kill and eat. Is it possible for me to eat an impure thing? Not knowing that when God what God was trying to say was that I am about to bring the Gentiles that you think they are impure, even among you, and get down, for there is somebody waiting for you. When you go down, he will take you to a man by name Cornelius. Go and pray for him and let him be baptized by the Holy Ghost. In Acts chapter 10, verse 1 downwards, that's where the account is. Amazing. It was not known that children of Israel still see themselves to be the greatest among all those that are on the earth. We are the Israel of God. That is what they say. Any other nation it's nothing until you come and get yourself circumcised and join us. You are not entitled to any good thing in life. You are serving other gods. Hey! Now let's follow something. God entered into a covenant with Abraham, and through that covenant, he gave laws. And he said, if you are able to follow the laws as you are in Israel, you are actually coming to a place of receiving every blessing. And you are hereby declared to be the the descendant of Abraham, the seed of Abraham. But the Bible told us that there were certain people, We are going to read a lot of scriptures right now and the scriptures will begin to explain a lot of things. So please pay attention. Follow the scriptures we are going to read. You are going to now know how come we that were Gentiles also joined and we now have become the true Israel. Let me break it down from this point before we move forward. Understand that Jesus jesus himself jesus christ is the true israel do you know that have you understood that good the bible told us in the book of ephesians chapter 5 that jesus is the head of the church Jesus is the head of the church Jesus is the head of the church now the church is known as the body of Christ the body of Christ so when God is in heaven and is looking at Israel Israel is one whole being standing there one whole being called Jesus Christ but then, one whole being standing there called Jesus Christ, the head part, the part which is the head, is actually known as the Jesus. Then, from the neck to the soles of the feet, is known as the body of Christ, which is the church. And it is the entire being that is called Israel. I don't know if you are catching something here. Are you following? Are you following? When God hears the word Israel, God is looking at one being. One being. And that one being is known as Israel. That being also is known as the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. So now, when a being is standing there, let's use a man as an example. When a man is standing there, we see the head, the neck, then from the shoulders down to the body the head the bible calls jesus the head of the church and the church is also known as the body of christ so the head of that one man is called jesus then from the neck to the soles of the feet is called the church so now we also have become partakers of israel so when we even speak of israel now we are talking about those that are not just descendants of abraham through circumcision but those that have become are you following i think the network is misbehaving is it is it okay good now let's Read something from the book of Romans chapter 2. Follow me. We are going to read a lot of scriptures. Romans chapter 2, verse 17. Romans chapter 2, verse 17. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible said, but if you call yourself a Jew and you rely and on the law and boast in in God verse 18 and know his will and approve of what is best because you have been instructed in the law and if you are convinced so you see one of the signs of the jews was that they boasted in the law we are the people that god has given his laws to we are the only people that the creator of the universe has brought us to himself we are the only people so they were always boasting in the laws that god has given to them even though they were not following the law now let's jump to verse 25. And listen to what the word of God said. Verse 25. So now we have seen that the Jews were boasting in the law that was given to them. The Bible says, verse 25, for circumcision is valuable if you observe the Lord. You remember that in the book of Genesis chapter 17, Verse 13, it was through circumcision that you actually became part of the covenant of Israel. Do you you remember that? We just read that. Good. Now. Listen to what Paul is now telling us about circumcision. He said, For circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law. That means if you don't obey the law, your circumcision that makes you part of Israel is nothing. He said, But if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. I love this. So, lawbreakers are those that according to god they have not been saved. no matter how circumcised you have become once you break the law your circumcision has become uncircumcision and uncircumcision means you are not part of israel because it is through circumcision that you become a partaker of the commonwealth of israel are you following Good. Now, let's move to verse 26. He said, so if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the requirements of the law, his uncircumcision will be regarded as circumcision. Won't it? I love Paul. (laughs) Just as Cornelius, a man that was not circumcised, he obeyed the law, which he did not even know. His lifestyle was an obedience to the law that God had given to the children of Israel. So God regarded his own circumcision as circumcision. Wow. So if God has regarded his own circumcision as circumcision, then God is actually counting him as an Israelite. Are you following good let's move to verse 27 the bible said the man who is uncircumcised physically but who keeps the law will condemn you who break the law even though you have the written law and circumcision (laughs) so the gentile that is not circumcised but is keeping the law he will condemn you Even though you have the law and you are circumcised, but you break the law. Verse 28, for a person is, listen to this. For a person is not a Jew because of his appearance. Nor is circumcision something external and physical. Mm. This side is very heavy. take it again for a person is not a Jew because of his appearance nor is circumcision something just external and physical so you see paul is now telling us something different about circumcision i love this The, the message bible says don't you see it is not the cut of a knife that makes a Jew hey was this not how it looks like in the times of old Genesis 17 Wow, I'm loving the scriptures already. Are you following? Good. The message Bible said, Don't you see? It's not the count of a nine that makes a Jew. You become a Jew by who you are. It's the mark of God on your heart not of a knife on your skin that makes a Jew and recognition comes from God not legalistic critics what a verse and what, what a version <laughs> my God everybody should go and download message Bible, <laughs> very heavy That's, it has really explained this side very very well <laughs> hey. so you see God once made a covenant with Abraham that if somebody must become an Israelite, even the person you bought with your own money, circumcise the person. But now Paul has caught a different revelation and he's speaking to us. He said, circumcision is nothing if you don't keep the law. Even though they have used knife to cut your foreskin, if you break the law, your circumcision will be regarded as uncircumcision. And even if somebody who is not circumcised. Obeys the law, he will condemn you who is circumcised and breaks the law. So, Paul is not telling us something. He said, It is not just the cutting of with knife that makes somebody a Jew, you become a Jew by who you are, for it is a mark that God puts on your heart. Verse 29, Paul said, No, a person is a Jew inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart brought about by the spirit not by a written law that means that paul has changed the whole thing according to the revelation god gave him can't you see that god has changed the thing right now can't you see it there has been a change quickly so right now whether you cut your foreskin or not that does not make you an israelite or a jew the only thing that makes you a Jew is that your heart will be circumcised by the Spirit of God. Mm. So, right now, the Israelites cannot boast in the laws again, they can't be boasting in their circumcision. <laughs> this, this is what hates the the, the the nation of Israel, you see, they don't have understanding. So he brought you for called Israel just for st- using you as a stepping stone into manifestation. I they're the blessed one, and yeah, they they even stood against the original Israel, Jesus that came. Don't you know that the Pharisees joined hands with the Roman Empire and they killed Jesus? Are you following the scriptures? Good. So now, we have been settled here that circumcision is of the heart. What is heart circumcision? What is it? What does it mean for a man's heart to be circumcised? The Bible said, in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, the word of God told us, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So the circumcision of the heart is actually where God causes a man to repent for him to come to a place where he believes in the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of God. So right now, your, when your heart believes in the Lord Jesus, as the Bible told us, in the book of john chapter 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him so that believing in the lord jesus christ is has now replaced the circumcision of the first king once you believe the jesus you are believing in is actually the original israel not the nation Israel, you have to go and cut your foreskin to join. The original Israel, once you believe in him, your heart has been circumcised. Then you, are, you enter into the original body of Christ called Israel. is this not wonderful? My God. This is how come we two began to quote scriptures that were written in the Bible on ourselves so right now god changed the whole thing he started a new covenant and this new covenant that god started he said it is going to be between me god and those that will believe will have faith oh my god are you getting the scriptures Now let's read something. Let's let's listen to something that Paul said to the church of the of the Galatians. Paul said something wonderful. He's now telling us how people become descendants of Abraham. Now, because right now he has debunked this whole thing about cutting the foreskin, and he's now telling us something wonderful. In the book of Galatians, chapter 3, Galatians, chapter 3, verse 6 to 7. Galatians, chapter 3, verse 6 to 7. Listen to what Paul said. Oh, amazing, amazing. Paul is now telling us, he said, Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that the which are of faith are the the same as the children of Abraham. Let's read from. I'll I'll come to the message. The ISV said it in a wonderful way. In the same way, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Verse seven. You see, then that those who have faith are Abraham's real descendants. <laughs> So those who have those who have faith in Christ, they are the real descendants. That means that the cutting of the foreskin was just a shadow of the circumcision of the heart, which was the reality. So listen to what the message says. He said, don't these things happen among you? Just as they happened with Abraham, he believed God. And the act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. Mm. Is it not obvious to you that persons who put their trust in Christ, not persons who put their trust in the law, are like Abraham, children of faith? Amazing. Amazing. So now, Paul is telling us the real descendant of Abraham are the people that have believed in the Lord Jesus. The same way Abraham believed God and was accredited unto him as righteousness, it is the same way we have faith in Christ and we become descendants of Abraham. So if Abraham believed God and God made him righteous, why is it that when we also believe in God, we can't also be righteous? So now Paul is coming to tell us something about righteousness. So let's read something from the book of Philippians chapter 3. (laughs) Philippians chapter 3, verse 3 to 11. Follow me. We are reading a lot of scriptures. Can't you see that these scriptures are opening our eyes? Philippians chapter 3, verse 3 to 11. We are reading. Listen to what the Bible said. He said, For it is we who are the circumcision, we who worship in the Spirit of God and find our joy in the Messiah Jesus. We have not placed any confidence in the flesh. Verse 4: Although I could have confidence in the flesh, if anyone thinks he can place confidence in the flesh, I have more reason to think so. <laughs> and Paul is telling us the reason why he's saying that. Verse 5, he said, Having been circumcised on the eighth day, so Paul Paul is saying that me, when I was born on the eighth day, I was circumcised. Are you getting it? So if, if there was anybody to boast, I can remember boasting papa. But he's telling us something different. He said, Having been circumcised on the eighth day, I am of the nation of Israel. Yes. From the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews. (laughs) As far as the law is concerned, I was a Pharisee. My goodness. Verse 6 says, as for my zeal, I was a persecutor of the church. As far as righteousness in the law is concerned, I was blameless. (laughs) But look at Paul. Verse 7, But whatever things were assets to me, these I now consider a loss for the sake of the Messiah. Oh, Jesus. Verse 8, What is more? I continue to consider all these things to be a loss for the sake of what is far more valuable. Knowing the Messiah Jesus, my Lord, it is because of him that I have experienced the loss of all those things. Indeed, I consider them rubbish in order to gain the Messiah. Verse nine, And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through the faithfulness of the Messiah and the righteousness that comes from God, and that depends on faith. Hey! Paul. 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 That is why the the Jews did not like him. So what is this man trying to say? Ah! We all know the law. You can't be an Israelite unless you are circumcised. Paul said, hey, if there is anybody to boast of circumcision, me, uh, 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 I would have been the first person to think like that because on the eighth day of my birth, I was circumcised. I am from the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews. <laughs> hey, I said, I count all these things as loss so that I will gain Christ. He said, All these after now. Jews all the apostles are no emotion. Paul. I will kick Paul. Paul came. Kaya kata 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 and by now some of us you not even get the chance to mention the God of Israel that me, I am an Israelite. It was this kind of revelation given to Paul. He told even the apostles that worked with Jesus did not understand him. Because he brought out a different light in the word, a different light cry. <laughs> that is of, of you are cutting your foreskin, it is no more applicable for it. The real descendants of Abraham are those that have believed in Jesus. So, right now, even if you were born in Israel and you have not believed in Jesus, you are not a descendant of Abraham. That is what Paul has said. Hey! and in fact the descendants of abraham actually are known as israelites so no matter where you even if you were born in jerusalem right now and you don't believe in jesus you are not an israelite because to god israel is not a nation so you might you will have israeli passport and everything is <laughs> a physical thing to god israel has moved on from a nation it has become a personality. That is Jesus. So those that believe in that Jesus, they are actually the Israelites. Hey! And I'm going to bring another scripture in the book of Galatians. It is like a story. You open your mouth. Oh my goodness. I'm showing you the reason why. Scriptures that were written to some people, you can also apply it on yourself because you are the original Israel of God, not those that are in that nation. (laughs) May the Lord help us. Now, let's read something from the book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 2 to 8. Romans chapter 9. We are reading a lot of scriptures to help us. Romans chapter 9 verse 2 to 8. Are you learning something? Good. Paul said, let me read from the ISV first. Okay, let me read from the Amplified Version. He said, that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For if it were possible, I would wish that I myself were accused, separated, banished from Christ, for the sake of the salvation of my brothers, my natural kinsmen. Mm. Let me take it from the ISV and see how it will break it down. He said, I have deep sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were condemned and cut off from the Messiah for the sake of my brothers, my own people. He's talking about the physical Israel as a nation now. And he said, who are Israelis? To them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenant, the giving of the law, the worship and the promises. Verse 5, to the Israelis belong the patriarchs, and from them the Messiah descended Who is God over all? The one who is forever blessed. Amen. Verse 6. Now it is not as though the word of God has failed. For not all Israelis truly belong to Israel. Did did, did we just read something like that? (laughs) Did we just read something like that? I want the message version of verse 6 of romans chapter 9. romans chapter 9 verse 6 i want all versions if you have amplified posted here let me read ha! listen to what paul said in the Amplified, he said however it is not as though god's word has failed." Coming to nothing. For not all who are descended from Israel, Jacob, are true Israel. Hey! Not all those that descended from Jacob, Israel, are the true Israel. So who actually is the true Israel? He said, don't suppose for a moment, though, that God's word has failed, has more functioned." In some way or other, the problem goes back a long way from the outset. Not all Israelites of the flesh were Israelites of the spirit. So you see, there is the Israelite of the flesh and the Israelite of the spirit, and the Bible said the natural first and the spiritual second. So the spiritual is actually the original manifestation of the promise. NLT says, Well then. Has God failed to fulfill his promise to the Jews? No. For not everyone born into a Jewish family is truly a Jew. Hey, this is heavy. (laughs) For not everyone born into a Jewish family is truly a Jew. That means if you are born into a Jewish family, you don't have any advantage over us. We are all supposed to believe in one Jesus. So if i believe in the jesus and you that were born into a jewish family you don't believe in him the bible said even in me i can condemn you <laughs> gracious lord this is what the israelites don't want to hear okay this one's i am not saying that the promise of god has failed for not all the people of israel are the people of god mm. Now, let me. <laughs> oh, Jesus is Lord. Now, we are going to read a certain verse. Listen to me, it is going to break it down. Do you remember that I told you to um, write a certain scripture down where God said, to abraham i am going to increase and multiply your your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the dust of the seashell. do you remember that do you remember that scripture i told you to to note oh glory to jesus good can you all hear me please good now let's read our last verse Uh, it's a long verse but it will explain a lot of things follow me i'm reading it from the isv so that it will break it down gradually so follow me galatians chapter 4 verse 22 downwards even to 31 galatians chapter 4 Verse twenty-two to thirty-one. Follow me. Are you following? If you're following, let me see your hand. Say yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the scriptures. My God. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we are now understanding the original, the true Israel of God. Good. So now follow me. Galatians chapter four, verse twenty-two. Verse twenty-two. The Bible said, "For it is written that Abraham had two sons." One by a slave woman and the other by a free woman. We all know that the Bible told us that Abraham got married to a woman by name Sarai. And Sarah, whose name was changed by God from Sarai to Sarah, this woman couldn't give birth. And a time came that Sarai told Abraham that go into my maid servant who is known as Hagar from the land of Egypt when you go into her, maybe she will conceive and give you a child. And Abraham listened to the woman, and he went into Hagar and brought forth a son, even though that son was not the child that God promised Abraham of. You see, it was later, when God appeared to Abraham and said, a year by this time you will conceive. And immediately it happened. After that, Sarah conceived and gave birth to a child by name Isaac. He was actually the child of promise. So now Abraham is having two sons. One is of the promise of God. And the other one is of the flesh. I, did you get that? Good. Now let's follow the scripture. The Bible says, For so it is written that Abraham had two sons. One by a slave woman. So the slave woman is Hagar. And the other by a free woman. The free woman is Sarah. Verse 23. Now the slave woman's son conceived through was conceived through human means. The slave woman's son was conceived through human means. So Sarah and Abraham are going to sit down to think about it. And let's go, go into my mate's servant. Maybe she, it was through human means. And that word human means is the word flesh. 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 Good. So the Bible said now the slave woman's son was conceived through human means while the free woman's son was conceived through divine promise. Mm. Verse 24 this is being said as an allegory. Now if you know those of you who did um, communication studies and all those kind of things. When we speak of others people say allegory. Others will say allegory. see what? What it means is that, yes, literature. It is standing in for something. Are you getting it? Good. So the Bible said, these things, this is being said as an allegory. For these women represent two covenants. Wow. So Hagar and Sarah were two covenants. They were representing two covenants. Wow, which two covenants? Let's follow what the word of God is telling us. The Bible said these two women represent two covenants. The, the one woman, Hagar, is from Mount Sinai, and her children are born into slavery. Do you remember what happened on Mount Sinai? Can you all hear me please? We have a few minutes, so let's follow. Do you remember what happened at Mount Sinai? On Mount Sinai, God gave the law to the children of Israel. The 10 commandments. So in fact, the children that Hagar, the child that Hagar gave birth to, they were actually the children of that covenant. And the Bible said Hagar, who who is a representation of the law, and her children are born into slavery. That means that... (laughs) I wish I can say that in... The gift of tongues. I see the Spirit of the Lord... We have about 5 minutes So let's follow the script we are, we are going to end very soon The Bible told us that Hagar Is from Mount Sinai And understand what is from Mount Sinai A covenant, well, what was that covenant The covenant of the law That God entered into the Israelites And the Bible said That covenant and her children So if you hear Hagar, Hagar is a covenant That the Bible is talking about now Sarah is also a covenant Are you following So the first covenant, which is Hagar, started on Mount Sinai. That is the law that God gave. The Bible said, so the law and her children are born into slavery. So anybody that is under the law is a slave. That is what the Bible is telling us. So if you think you can follow the law to be righteous, you you are a slave. That is what the Bible is telling us now. And which people who are actually under the law. Let us not go there. Let's continue with what the word of God is telling us. Verse 25. He said, now Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. Do you know Arabia? We are talking about Saudi Arabia. I don't want to go there, but I want to say something. If we talk of Saudi Arabia, we are actually speaking of a particular people. Good. And the Bible says those people They are born into slavery We won't go there Let's talk about the next <laughs> But I if that is not all It is not only The Islamic people that are born Into slavery because When God was giving the covenant On Mount Sinai it was to Israelites Israelites Not necessarily Islam Even though Islam is part of it. Because the Bible told us. That now Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. And corresponds to present day Jerusalem. So the present day Jerusalem. The Israel. Present day Israel now that we we know. (laughs) The present day Israel that we know. The Bible said. Because she is in slavery along with all her children. I. So the present day Jerusalem, the present day Israel, we know, is not the original Israel of God. They are slaves until they believe in the Lord Jesus. If they continue with the other covenant, they are slaves. (laughs) Yay! Hey, Now let's continue with what the Bible says Verse 26 But the heavenly Jerusalem is the free woman And she is our spiritual mother I love that one (laughs) The heavenly Jerusalem You remember that the word of God told us That Abraham was having His descendants will be as the stars of the heaven. And as the dust of the seashore. So the dust of the seashore are actually the present day Jerusalem. They are earthly people. They are slaves. But we that are like the stars of the heaven. Our mother is Sarah. Who is... Oh my God. My God. And do you know... Sarah gave birth to Isaac, who was the child of promise. So, as you are standing here, because you are a promised child, it costs valius. This one alone is a prayer point. <laughs> I'm telling you, this one alone is a prayer point, and we'll pray with this one. <laughs> My son said, This Bible, pa. <laughs> you see how you see so. The whole Bible can be explained in one, one chapter, and still people are still they are fumbling with they just don't know what the Bible is about. We have a few minutes. So let's move let's move on. We I'm going to read very fast from verse 27. Verse 27, the Bible says, For it's written, it is written, Rejoice, you childless woman who cannot give birth to any children. Break into song. So you see, God is speaking to Sarah now. His son said, Oh my God. Do you know what God is talking about? Sarah is a covenant, Hagar is also a covenant. So God is telling us that a new covenant is coming. So Sarah is a new covenant. And that new covenant is a heavenly covenant. And it is in this covenant that you don't need circumcision to be a partaker. All that you need is that your heart will be circumcised by faith. Are you getting the the picture now? And when that happens, you have become the true Israel. He said, break into song and shout, you who feel no pains of childbirth. For the children of the deserted woman are more numerous than the children of the woman who has a husband. Ha! Verse 28. So you brothers are children of the promise, like Isaac. We are children of promise, like Isaac. That is what we call born again. That is what we call born we did not they did not cut our first king and is standing there as Sarah our spiritual mother are you getting the scriptures now oh my god the bible is so beautiful and sweet verse 29 said, but just as then the son who was conceived according to the flesh persecuted the son who was conceived according to the spirit so it is now so you see that one of arabia they will persecute the ones that are christians the bible has said it point blank so just as ishmael persecuted isaac so it was there flat flat He said So Who was conceived according to the spirit So it is now Verse 30 But what does the scripture say Drive out the slave woman and her son For the son of the slave woman Must never share the inheritance With the son of the free woman So then brothers We are not children of the slave woman But of the free woman People of God It's so amazing I don't know what to say again the Bible has explained herself God bless you and keep all of you strong so listen when the Bible makes mention of Israel hear me you are a partaker of Israel <laughs> you are actually the Israel with Christ Jesus is the original Israel and you are part of his body that is why we all we are known as the body of Christ So right now you don't need to go to israel before you can see a vision i can hide in my room for the one that is the true israel has made me partaker of his body that is why i partake of the body and the blood of jesus amazing 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 so 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 amazing wherever you, are, you want to shout i am israel Oh glory to Jesus Hallelujah I am a partaker of the body of Christ I am an Israelite I am an Israelite I am an Israelite Glory, 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 glory Hallelujah God bless you people of God And keep all of you strong In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Amen it was such an amazing moment having all of you here. So We are going to meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT and fire prayer on Christal time. Get ready and join us. The mighty hand of the Lord will come upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, my son. God richly bless you. God richly bless you. God bless you for me. God bless you. And God bless Jones for me. Let the heavens be opened above both of you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all and keep all of you strong. In Jesus' mighty name. Right after here, I'm going to upload the, the teaching. So if you missed anything, you can go back and download it. You can share the teaching to some of your pastors. Let them learn some few things. It will help the body of Christ. Uh-huh. It will help all of us. God bless us. And keep all of us strong in Jesus' mighty name. If you are believing God for the teaching grace, I pray for you that that oil will rest upon you in this season. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We will meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye.